Lord, thanks for a chance to look at Ophelia today and, and to take an hour or so just to focus on her. That just doesn't happen in this play. And I pray that for some of us it would sink in, that, that we would, if we're drowning, we would get the help we need. If we see people drowning, we would help. We would do everything we can. Thank you for your compassion. Thank you for modeling compassion in the flesh. And help us to be like you, to have eyes like you. Help us not to be victims or to feel powerless, but to powerfully move in your kingdom and move as a force of hope and love and freedom. I pray that you bless the class as we work through this hard stuff. Thank you for what Shakespeare has written and what he offers us. In your name, Jesus, amen. All right. Well, we get to where we are now, and uh, we've got some rough stuff. Uh, Ophelia broke up with her boyfriend this afternoon, right? If you think about the timeline of the play. Ophelia, break to be or not to be, Ophelia breaks up, they go to the play, right, so they go to the play, and then that night, what does Hamlet do? Kills her dad. How's that day? Bad day for everybody involved. They look at those weird connections. Don't miss the fact that the afternoon that she broke up with him, the evening is when he killed her dad. Yeah, so that's, huh? No, that's it's all boom, 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 boom. Now this next scene could potentially be uh, the next day. Most people put it a day or two later, maybe even more. But that all happened, boom, 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 right? Well, you think about, you don't really know how it's weird because you don't want the oppressive dad, but to have where's mom? Yeah. And then now dad's gone, mm -hmm. and brother's gone. Yeah. So it's just like, who she have? Well, she could have had Hamlet, but she was forced to break up. She can't talk to Hamlet, and Hamlet's acting crazy, and Hamlet just killed her dad. Then that's that's who's in the scene. Horatio is talking to Gertrude, right? But will Gertrude even talk to her? Her opening line is, "I'm not going to talk to her. No way." So let's hit the lights. It gives it a somber tone. And that's kind of what I feel is appropriate. So we'll turn the lights off. We'll follow along. We're going to do audio right now. And then we've got probably a half an hour worth of video clips to watch to try and unpack the, uh, the weight of all of this. So here we go. Uh, we are at Act 4, Scene 5, page 296. She is importunate. Indeed distract. Her mood will needs be pitied. What would she have? She speaks much of her father. Says she hears there's tricks in the world, and hems and beats her heart. Spurns enviously at straws. Speaks things in doubts that carry but half sense. Her speech is nothing, yet the unshaped use of it doth move the hearers to collection. 
they aim at it and botch the words up fit to their own thoughts, which, as her winks and nods and gestures yield them, indeed would make one think there might be thought, though nothing sure. So, she, this sounds like descriptions of Hamlet earlier, but Hamlet was what? Pretending. pretending. She's very likely not. Well, she's not. She's not pretending. Fair enough. Um, they have a female voice here for ratio. Fair enough. Girls are awesome friends, too. Right. Yet much unhappily took it she were spoken with, for she may strew dangerous conjectures in ill-breeding minds. Let her come in. Yes, my lady. To my sick soul, as sin's true nature is, each toy seems prologue to some great amiss. So full of artless jealousy is guilt, it spills itself in fearing to be spilt. Oh, where is the beauteous majesty of Denmark? Now, Ophelia, how should I your true love know from another one? By his cockle hat and stuff and his sandals shoes. Now, sweet lady, what imports this song? Say you? Nay, pray you mock. He is dead and Who? gone, lady, he is dead, dead and gone. At his head a grass green turf at his heels. The stone made Ophelia. Mark. Mark means pay attention. White is shrouded as the mountain snow. I'm doing well. They say the owl's a baker's daughter. How's she doing? Now wait, but I love what Shakespeare does. There's that, like, she's not doing well, but check out this next line. <laughs> we know what we are, but know not what we may be. God be at your table. That's actually one of my favorite lines in the whole play. We know who we are, but we don't know our potential, do we? Do we really know who we are? Do we really know our identities? It's like, oh man, Ophelia. Like she gives these beautiful lines. Conceit uh. upon her father. Oh, pray, you must have no words of this. But when we ask you what it means, say you this. Uh -oh. Different song. Tomorrow is Saint Valentine's Day. Who's Saint Valentine? In the morning betide. Yeah. And I am made at your window to be your Valentine. Uh. Then up he rose and donned his clothes and stopped the chamber door. Let in the maid that out a maid never departed more. Pretty Ophelia. Indeed, love, without a note, I'll make an end on't. By Jis and by Saint Charity, alack and fie for shame. Young men will do it if they come to it. By cock, they are to blame. Hello. Quote she, 
before you tumbled me, you promised me to wed. So would I have done by yonder sun, and thou hast not come to my bed. Uh, sex is a theme in this play. How's it going with Claude and Gertrude? Right? That's hard. This is where in the Braunau version, minute 32 by the way, <laughs> in the Braunau version, they're tumbling. Because Braunau says, before you tumbled me, you promised to wed me. So what does he do with that line? Before we tumbled, you promised that we're going to get married so we can tumble. It's okay. Does that make sense? So that's how he goes with it. And if you want to, is it there? It's there. But I, I like to go with this next one. So what I have done by yonder son, but you haven't done what? Come to my bed yet. Like we haven't tumbled yet. I decided to wait. But it hasn't happened yet. So I like this whole, let's wait, let's wait to do it. You haven't come to the bed. We're going to wait till we get married. But it actually, is that ever going to happen? So there's, a, there's lots of different ways you can interpret that. I like the idea of Hamlet not going to the drunken party, not having illicit sex, right? Saying no to this stuff because he's watching all the crazy in his parents and trying to do something different. But now look what's happening. Is that even going to work out? No. You'll even see later with the alcohol, it doesn't even work out, right? So it's just like, ah. Keep going. Yeah. How long has she been thus? I hope all will be well. I hope all will be well. You must be patient. Who, who could be saying I that to her? I to think they should leave me the cold ground. Oh, my brother shall know of it. So I thank you for your good counsel. Come, my coach. <laughs> oh, no. Good night, ladies. Good night, sweet. Ladies, good night. Anybody know a song? Good night, ladies. Good. That's that's this. Yeah. Isn't that interesting that that song's quoting this part of the play from Ophelia? Which who's she talking to? One woman and two men. <laughs> She's calling them all what? Come, my coach. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies. Good night. Good night. Follow her close. Give her good watch, I pray you. Yeah. Oh, this is the poison. The what? Circle it. Start circling that word every time you see it now for the rest of the play. There's a lot of poison on these pages in the next few scenes. It's a look deep grief. It springs all from her father's death. All of it? When sorrows come, they come not single spies, but in battalions. First, her father slain. Next, your son gone, and he most violent author of his own just remove. The people, muddied, thick and unwholesome in their thoughts and whispers for good Polonia's death. 
And we have done but wingly in hugger-mugger to inter him. Poor Ophelia, divided from herself and her fair judgment, Here's our summary. we are pictures or be a beasts. Last, and as much containing as all these, her brother is in secret come from France. Ah, he's back. Feeds on this wonder, keeps himself in clouds, and wants not buzzers to infect his ear with pestilent speeches of his father's death, where in necessity of matter beggared will nothing stick our persons to arraign in ear and ear. Oh, my dear Gertrude, this like to a murdering piece in many places gives me superfluous death. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What noise is this? Where are my schlitzers? Let them guard the door. What is the matter? Save yourself, my lord. The ocean overpearing of his list eats not the flats with more impetuous haste <coughs> than young Laertes in a riotous head or bears your offices. The rabble call him lord. And as the world were now but to begin, antiquity forgot, custom not known, the ratifiers and props of every word. They cry, Choose we, Laertes shall be king. Caps, hands, and tongues applauded to the clouds. Laertes shall be king, Laertes king. How cheerfully on the false trail they cry. Oh, this is counter, you he false thinks, game He thinks who dogs. did it? The doors are broke. Clyde. make light at the moment not at all but it's just really interesting you kill my father prepare to die Laertes Hamlet you kill my father prepare to die Fortinbras you kill my father prepare to die <laughs> does that make sense mm. if, which, by the way if you never connected Princess Bride and Hamlet you need to connect those oh that's fun <laughs> Connect those dots because he is the man in black and he is seeking, uh, especially Inigo Montoya is seeking revenge for the death of his dad. Right, so. Um, so this is where we have this collision in Act 4, right? You also get in about 50 lines, Hamlet's got a dead dad and he's trying to figure out how to get revenge. Laertes' his dad is dead and what does he do? Gets the people together, let's go, let's get him off the throne. Like wham, he just comes in. So there's a little bit of counterpoint there. That makes sense. Yeah. I know. I mean, it, it, who knows? Like, who knows? But it makes me wonder how much he knew. Right? If he knew something, like he knew that Claudius killed Hamlet's dad, and now he's like, oh, now you killed my dad too. What the heck? I, I wonder. Now, there's that's if you want. Who's worse for a conspiracy theorist? That'd be a great conspiracy theory. You could run with that. There's no necessarily evidence in it, but I find that intriguing. But yeah, why does he assume it's Claudius? Like, what the heck? Right? Maybe he just knows I mean, Claudius. Yeah, I think it makes you wonder, right? Or word got out that he was dead or killed. In the bedroom. In the bedroom. In the bedroom. Like, it's just, the whole thing is awkward, right? So. Onward? I mean, it looks like, why would Hamlet kill anybody? 
I know. So what, what's Hamlet doing? Right? Yeah. So it, there's a lot going on. Um, I am going to stop it a bunch, as if you haven't noticed. So. Calmly, good Laertes. That drop of blood that's calm proclaims me bastard. What? Christ, cut gold to my father. Grand's the harlot, even here between the chaste and smirched brow of my true mother. What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> what did he just say? Nah, it's, it's hard to catch. Most people totally miss it. I want to just give you, have you ever had that moment, don't tell anybody what it is, but ever had that moment where you're talking with someone and they say one sentence and you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, what was that? Can, can, you, can you repeat that? Because <laughs> it changes what? Everything. Everything. Like, wait, you, your dad did what? Or you're from where? Or you did you did what? Or like what, that that literally it's one sentence. What have I been asking you guys this whole time? Where's mom? Right? What if I were directing this play? Hamlet, or excuse me, Laertes and Ophelia would look totally different. Why? Laertes' mom is a hoe. <laughs> He's a bastard child. Why, why is Polonius spying on everybody all the time? Yeah, he doesn't trust anybody, because why? Where's mom, by the way? I bet she ducked out a long time ago. Or, or what happened to her, like, right? I don't know. Oh, Where, well, I don't know. Maybe they're both from, yeah. Maybe they're both bastards. Ah! Are we, what? Like, time out. What did he just say? Here's, if you didn't catch it, the one drop, how many drops of blood are in your body? Yeah, a lot. So the one drop that's calm so the one drop of blood in me that's kind of glad my dad is dead is because my dad, yeah, my dad did that. So I'm kind of glad that he's dead. But every, everything else is like, what? You killed my dad? He's my dad. Right? Like, see, see what's going on? There's a little piece of him that's like, my dad's a jerk, so I'm kind of glad he's dead. But the rest of me is really angry. Did everybody catch that? Are we good? Any, any thoughts? You have that? <laughs> another theory. Come on, give us another one. Okay, so going back to that time when um, I think it was like Noah was giving Ophelia advice about Hamlet. Yes. Fear it, fear it. Maybe he was like talking about like what he had seen like his dad and his mom's relationship right? end up being like. Come on, right? Let's give it up right there. See, so if you were if you were doing a backstory on Hamlet, this is loaded, isn't it? Can you see why I'm doing? You guys, I'm having you guys follow character development. Look at the crazy character development stuff, right? The other stories. Now, if you watch the uh, Kenneth Branagh version, you'll catch that in Polonius's room is a woman on the bed, right? Nobody's calling her mom. So they, they caught it and they slide it in. There's no interaction or anything, it's just she's there on the bed, right? So. Onward! <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> it sure does a lot though, doesn't it? What is the cause, Laertes, that thy rebellion looks so giant-like? Let him go, Gertrude! <laughs> Do not fear our person. There's such divinity to hedge a king. Yeah, really? That treason can but peep to what it would, acts a little of his will. 
Familiarities? Why thou art thus incensed? Let him go, Gertrude. Speak, man. Where is my father? Dead. But not by him. Let him demand his fill. How came he dead? I'll not be juggled with. To hell, allegiance. Whoa. Vows to the blackest devil. Whoa, 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 whoa. Conscience and grace to the profoundest pit. I dare damnation. Wait, dude. To this point I stand. That both the worlds I give to negligence. Let come what comes. Only I'll be revenged. He'll be what? Ah, there it is. He doesn't even have a ghosty dad telling him. He just wants. He wants it. Yeah, maybe, maybe Floyd is kicking about Most truly for my father. Who shall stay you? My will! Not all the world. And for my means. I'll husband them so well they shall go far with little. Good Laertes, if you desire to know the certainty of your dear father's death, is it in your revenge that sweepstake you will draw both friend and foe, winner and loser? None but his enemies. Will you know them then? Oh, his good friends, thus wide, I'll open my arms, and like the kind life-rendering pelican, repass them with my blood. Why, no, you speak like a good child and a true gentleman. Oof. But I am guiltless of your father's death, and I'm most sensibly in grief for it. Really? It shall as level to your judgment so... pierce as day does to your eye. Oh, here she comes. Oh, no. What noise is that? Now, has he seen his sister yet? Oh, uh. heat! Dry up my brains! Tears seven times salt burn out the sense and virtue of my eye. By heaven, my madness should be paid by weight till our scale turns the beam. Oh, rose of May. Oh. Oh heavens! It's possible a young maid's wits should be as mortal as an old man's life. Hmm. Nature is fine in life. And wet is fine. It sends some precious instance of itself after the thing it loves. And on his grave lay many a tear. Fare you well, my dove. Hadst thou thy wits, and didst persuade revenge, it could not move thus. You must sing a downer a down, and you call him a downer. Oh, how the wheel becomes it. It is the false steward that stole his this nothing's more than matter. There's Rosemary. That's for remembrance. Flowers, right? love, remember. And there is pansies. That's for thoughts. A document in madness. Thoughts and remembrance fitted. Most most directors have her handing out something that's not flowers. But I've seen flowers, I've seen bones, I've seen nothing. Uh, I think Gibson has it with straw, right? I've seen dead flowers, so she's handing out dead ones. Um, yeah. Or gone, yeah. 
maybe going. I mean, because some of this stuff is brilliant that she's saying, and some of it's just not there at all. Super sad. I don't want to ask this question on one hand. I don't want to necessarily have a discussion on it, but but there is a sense of have you ever been in the presence of someone who's actually not connecting with reality, right? It's it's pretty jarring. To to watch it is hard. To hear about it is hard. To have it in the distance, like oh yeah, that person's not doing so good. But then to like someone that you really care about and love, not there. It's it's hard. There's fennel for you and columbines. There's weeds for you. There is something in you. We may call it Herbergrace or some days. Oh, you must wear your room with difference. Oh, there's a daisy. I would give you some violets, but they withered <laughs> when my father died. They say he made a good end. Oh, they're all lying to her. Oh, yeah, she, he died well. sweet Robin is all my joy. Thought mm. and affliction, passion, hell itself, mm. she turns to favor and to prettiness. And will he not come again? And will he not come again? No, no, he is dead. Go to thy deathbed. He never will come again. white as snow, all flaxen was his bow. He is gone, he is gone, and we cast away more. God have mercy on his soul. Souls, I pray God. God find you. It's her last line. You'll see in a few minutes she doesn't make it out of Act Four. But I want to make sure we catch her last line. God have mercy on his soul and all Christian souls. I pray, God. So she's praying for mercy. And her last line is goodbye. That's where we get goodbye. God buy you. God, God purchased you with his blood. Whew. Remember when Ophelia was on the ground after the rant? Do you see what I see? Remember that? Look at this. Laertes, do you see? Like he's like, do you see this, God? He's like God, do you see this, God? What the heck, right? Like brutal. Let's finish up this scene. Let us do a few things 
And then we're going to wrap up Ophelia. Okay. Do you see this? Oh, God! Laertes, ah! I must commune with your grief or you deny me rights. Go but apart. Make choice of whom your wisest friends you will, and they shall hear and judge twixt you and me. If by direct or by collateral hand they find us touched, we will our kingdom give, our crown, our life, and all that we call ours to you in satisfaction. But if not, be you content to lend your patience to us, and we shall jointly labor with yours. Do you guys catch this? Ophelia did what? What's the word? What's the direct stage direction? She left. Um. Wait, he just walked off, and now what's Claudius doing? Hey, by the way, why don't you find out if I killed your dad or not? Because you'll find that I didn't. And if you do find that I did, I'll give you the whole country. It'll be yours, because he knows he didn't do it, right? Mm -hmm. Wait, wait, Ophelia just did what? He just walked off the stage and they're gonna talk about the death thing? Mm. I can't pass over that. So, to give it due content. Let this be so. His means of death. His obscure burial. No trophy, sword, nor hatchment o'er his bones. No noble right, nor formal ostentation. Cry to be heard, as taught from heaven to earth, that I must court in question. So you shall. And where the offense is, let the great axe fall. Whoa. I pray you, go with me. I pray you go with who? Me. So they're gonna go talk about something. Uh, bro, what's good? Bro, <laughs> what might brother wanna do right now? Go check on his sister? Maybe? But he's gonna go do what? Go talk with Claudius about getting revenge. Whew. Okay, act four, scene six, is our another massive twist? That's gonna be tomorrow. Would you like me to highlight it or just skip it and we'll get to it tomorrow? Skip it. Skip it, I'm gonna skip it. You can read it later, we'll come back to it, but Shakespeare inserts it right here, okay? That's good, you can read it if you want, but it's, it's awesome. There's pirates. <laughs> of course, we get pirates in this play, right? Because we're gonna get a twist in Act Four. We get the, you know, Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes. Yes. Or, <clears throat> hashtag Lehman, witch pirate, the man, Jack Sparrow. We'll get back to that later. Go to Act Four, Scene Seven, and I want you to just do this with me. Everybody, take your take your book and just ready. Page three eleven. Claudius goes. Now must your conscience be acquitted and sealed. That which your noble father has slain pursued my life. Hamlet. So Hamlet killed your dad. So he's telling him Hamlet killed your dad, and he's trying to kill me. Laertes response, turn the page, and uh, page 312. Um, for two special reasons, which you made on you, your, your mom loves him. You know, so I love your mom, your mom loves Hamlet, so if I did something to Hamlet, that wouldn't be good, right? So maybe we can figure it out so that you can do something to Hamlet. But if you kill Hamlet, then nobody's gonna like you. So we gotta have you kill Hamlet, but have it look like an accident, right? Then you can get your revenge, and I could do what? Get rid of Hammond. Got it? Without mommy getting mad and without everybody not liking you. 
So look what they're going to do, right? Page 312, 20 more lines. Page 313 is, you kill my father, prepare to die. Yeah? Do we ever figure out if Penny's mom uh, was in on the whole murder of... Wait till Act 5. You gotta wait. Okay, so... Yeah. Wait till Act 5. There's a, there'll be enough to chew on. Okay. Yeah? I can give you this. It's not like she confesses everything from earlier, but there's enough to piece some stuff together. So, yeah, he, he knows that he has to round that one out. So, top of page 313, line 25-ish. That's the you kill my father, prepare to die. And then below that, let's try to figure out how to do this. Page 314, you get a letter from Hamlet, and Hamlet's saying, I'm back. I love this. High and mighty, you shall know that I am set naked on your kingdom. Tomorrow I beg leave to see your kingly eyes. Then I shall first ask your pardon. Wait, he's going to do what? Wait, what? He's going to ask for forgiveness. <gasps> Something what? Something happened. Major twist. Something happened with those pirates. Because now he's asking for what? In writing? For forgiveness. There to recount the occasion of my sudden and more strange return. Hamlet. <laughs> I love this. Uh, he's like, wait, what? did Claudius expect to get that letter? Uh, no, <laughs> right? And then he's like, yeah, it's him. I was like, naked? That's weird. <gasps> Alone? That's weirder. All right. <laughs> Laertes is like, yes, let him come, because I get to do what? <laughs> that shall I live and tell him to his teeth, thou diest, right? All right. If it be so, Laertes, will you be ruled by me? Nice pun on teaching and he's a king of course i'll be ruled by him page 315 let's get a plan gotta get a plan like i just said we can't have everybody think it was us killing him on purpose because then they won't like us and especially mommy so page 316 we will set up a duel we'll set up a duel it'll be a gentleman's duel yeah there we go look at page 316 he says lines like this line 100 Time qualifiers the spark and fire of it. Hamlet, come back, right? What would you do, Laertes? I'd cut his throat in a church. Which, dude, that's like sanctuary. That's the safest place on the planet is a church. He's like, I'll cut him in church. I don't care. Yes. Look what Claudius says, though. Yeah, you're right. Revenge should have no bounds. What? what? Dude, what? He's being a surrogate father right now. Because well, Polonius' dad is dead. Oh yeah, revenge, you can get revenge wherever you want. Oh my gosh, right? How will you do this? Well, when he comes home, he did it. We'll set up the duel because he killed your dad. We'll do a gentleman's duel. And page 317, right in the middle, line 115. I will do it, and for that purpose, I'll anoint my sword. With what? Poison. So if it's a gentleman's duel, fencing, 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 but I have what on my sword? poison and I nick him, what could happen? Uh -huh. Ah! He must have had a heart attack during the fencing. That's weird. Everybody got it? Mm. Yeah? Poison! So there's there's lots of poison going on here, isn't there? The poison of deep grief. Poison on a sword. Oh, hey, quick time out. This is lit class. Sword? Does sword have any biblical connection at all? Hashtag Ephesians 6. The sword is what? Sword of the Spirit, which is the 
Word of God, we're going to do what? Poison the sword? We're going to poison, take some poison and pour it right over your what? Your Bible? Page 318. I love this though. Claudius is like, yeah, but what if you don't get him? <laughs> Claudius cracks me up. <laughs> totally backhanded. Not even a compliment, right? Like total backhanded. Um, but what happens if you don't nick him? We got to have a backup plan. So here's the backup plan. I'll, um, I'll put some poison in some wine. And then when he gets all hot and tired, he'll drink some wine and then he'll what? He'll die. Wait, we just, we just, yeah, we just poisoned what now? The Bible. And then where do we drink wine? At communion. Which that, that wine for communion is for what? Forgiveness. Which is the antithesis of what? Revenge. <laughs> All right, we got it. What have we been doing for the past five minutes, you guys? Looking at Claudius and Ophelia's brother talking about what? Killing Hamlet, Ophelia's boyfriend. Well, oh, yeah, you're right. Shoot. Yeah, you got me. Damage your conscience by acquitting. All right. Ready? We've been, you guys, for, it's been seven minutes of talking. Seven minutes. Oh, oh, it's so fresh. if this did blasting proof. Okay. So, let me see. 318. We'll Everybody go there. Wager on your cuttings. When in your motion, you are hot and dry, as make your bouts more violent to that end, and that he calls for drink, I'll have prepared him a chalice for once. We're on but sipping. If he by chance escape your venom stuck, our purpose may hold there. So let's spend seven minutes talking about revenge. Okay, have we got that? Oh no? Sweet queen. One woe doth tread upon another's heels, so fast they follow. Your sister's drowned, Laertes. Drowned? Oh, where? There is a willow grows a slant of rook that shows his hoar leaves in the glassy stream. There, with fantastic garlands, did she come of crowflowers, nettles, daisies, and long purples that liberal shepherds give a grosser name, but our cold maids do dead men's fingers call. There on the pendant boughs, her crowned weeds clambering to hang, an envious sliver broke. When down the weedy trophies and herself fell in the weeping brook, her clothes spread wide, and mermaid like a while they bore her up, which time she chanted snatches of old tunes as one incapable of her own distress, or like a creature native and imbued unto that element. But long it could not be, till that her garments heavy with their drink pulled the poor wretch from her melodious lay to muddy death. Alas, then she is drowned. 
Seven minutes. So they're talking about revenge, and his sister's out what? Drowning. Did that have to happen? That is so avoidable. Nobody right? Followed her. Huh? Nobody followed her. Nobody followed her. Nobody's keeping an eye on her. Nobody's talking to her. Totally avoidable. Brutal. She doesn't make it out of Act 4. Didn't have to happen. Does Hamlet know? No. He's back. Ugh. It's a beautiful passage there that um, Gertrude gets to speak. Sometimes Shakespeare saves some of his best stuff for Act 4. We're studying tragedy. Starting to feel it, aren't we? One line that gets me is 55, 155, but long it could not be. Right? We have to be or not to be. And what's this for Ophelia? Not be. You'll see that's the end of Act 4. Got a few twists there, don't we? <laughs> Pirates. Two dead people. Laertes is back. I think even, I don't, I don't want to finish up those lines there, but Claudius doesn't even remark on it. He's just like, let's go figure this out. I don't want to die. Let's go figure out the duel. It's done. I think it speaks for itself. Anybody have any thoughts or comments? Those of you who are, yeah, go ahead. There's so much going on here, right? The uh, Act Five starts with her grave. Dig the grave. The, the fools in the play, the clowns, are digging her grave. They're digging her grave, and they're debating whether or not it was suicide or not. And so, how interesting when people die, the debates and the gossip and all the conversations. Shakespeare actually captures that. Ironically, who's discussing this? Whether or not it was suicide, and then whether or not she goes to heaven or hell. Who is it? The fools. So many people miss that. They're like, oh, it's brilliant. He's got people discussing whether or not she's in heaven or hell with his suicide. Yeah, those are the fools who discuss it. Right? And why didn't she stop? If she knows the whole story, someone must have seen it. There's a lot of theories there. A, a short one would be as if she's in the middle of a lake. Gertrude probably couldn't swim. Most people couldn't swim back then. Yeah. So there's, yeah, the window. There's a lot of. Yeah, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. So, so the way that it's described, that's there's ambiguity. I'm perfect. I think Shakespeare is giving us some ambiguity here, because I, I think he wants us to focus more on the fact that she did what? She drowned. This woman is drowning, <laughs> drowning in sorrow, drowning in fear, drowning in pain. Dr right? Just what? Drowning. So that's the focus. But the, the details are she's sitting on a branch making a garland of flowers. So a queen, she's thinking about being a queen. She's like sewing daisies together. She loves flowers. So she's making a garland and she's looking down into the water to see her reflection with the garland and the branch breaks and she falls in and she's got all her clothes on and either she can't swim, most people couldn't swim, so she can't swim and she drowns. 
or she just what? She's like, I'm out of here, peace out. Or she's insane and doesn't even know it's happening. So you've got that ambiguity. That leaves lots of room for the director. Yeah, anyway, you slice it, it's brutal. The Helena Bodum Carter one in, in the Gibson one is just so brutal. So. Other thoughts or questions? So here's my, I'm gonna say it now, and then we're gonna watch some really intense videos. And then we'll have a brief discussion afterwards. But I have found that just kind of meditating on it and processing it speaks for itself. Well, let's not miss the, the lesson that I'd like you to leave with as we look at character development. She's what? Alone. She's alone. Does that make sense? So let me just offer a couple things. If you feel like you're drowning, which is so easy to happen in high school at Wheaton Academy, you feel like you're drowning. Do you have to be alone here at Wheaton Academy in DuPage County, 2017? Are, are you alone? No, right, you're not. So if you feel alone, you're not alone. You got wonderful people who can help you not drown. Fair enough? I want to encourage you and challenge you to, I, I was gonna say get you to a nunnery, not as a joke, but like to get the help. Does that make sense? Like go get help, you get help. If you, are seeing someone drowning, I want to encourage you to do what? Help. Does that make sense? Like help, right? Like this is what I want to say, not on our watch, right? Not on our watch. This didn't have to happen. But here's what, here's what is part of the problem. Claudius and Laertes are chatting about revenge. They're chatting about this stuff over here. They're not concerned with what? <laughs> this girl who's drowning. <laughs> Does that make sense? This girl who's overwhelmed, this girl who's in pain, right? They're so caught up in their agenda that they miss the compassion. They miss this, this student, this friend, this person. Let's not miss them, right? Let's not miss them. And, and here's the key. We have research. You don't have to jump in the water to rescue it. Does that make sense? Like, there's people we can get people help for. There's there's therapy, there's counselors, there's pastors, there's friends, there's moms, there's dads. There's like, there's, We have lots of resources. I think part of the tragedy here is who does Ophelia, what are her resources really? Yeah, just you have a mom, she have a dad, her brother's focused on, on revenge, Claudius is clueless, Gertrude won't talk to her. Like, what, does she have therapy offices to go to? Does she have Beth Mitchell? Like, does, does she have any of that stuff in the castle? Technically, probably not, except for a convent where she could go, which probably was what she should have done. Does that make sense? Like, think of how different this whole play would be if she had done that, right, when Hamlet said it, right? But she doesn't have a lot. We have so many other resources available. Let's, let's do that. Throw in people those, you know, lifesaver rings or something. There we go. We can pass around the lifesaver. Why not? Right. It's hard to get comic relief during these scenes, so we'll at least just get mints. Maybe we gotta pull up the, the, the chalice with lifesavers, not poison. Although maybe those are poison. No, they're not poison. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh my gosh, Dominguez is crazy. Alright, so everybody catch that? Let's, not on our watch, right? Not on our watch. Let's help. One last thing, though, as I've been to several funerals of suicides, I get it on so many levels, believe me, but also know that 
it, you, you're not responsible to save people. We are responsible to try to help. You, you can't. God, God's job is to save. But let's just at least not be chatting about revenge while someone else is out there dying. Right? Like at least that. Fair enough? Fair enough? Let's do what we can. All right. Onward and upward. So in that vein, I have a couple videos I'm going to show you. And I just give them to you in order. Um, first one was made the first year I taught Shakespeare. The first year I taught Shakespeare. It was, oh, yeah, right. Actually, second. No, it might have been first. First or second year I taught Shakespeare. So 16 years ago, before Hockett World really existed. It was back when you did your recordings with a handheld camera on your shoulder nice. with a VHS in there doing the recording. Ooh. Right? And so the girl who made this video actually took VHS tape, cut it with scissors, and taped it all together to make this. <laughs> Are we tracking? Like scissors and tape. Huh? Not like cut and paste on a computer. Because yeah, right? How do you know what? Yeah, right? So we, we track it. <laughs> so bless her. And there's a couple things that glitched, and it was so good. But back in the day when someone tried to copy it for me, um, there's a one scene that got kind of glitched. So you'll see that kind of emotionally, like, oh, jars you back out because you're so sucked into it. Um, but if you were to Google Ophelia, you'll find so many paintings, so many paintings on Ophelia. So many stories, short stories, novelettes, rewrites, so many things. She's a famous, famous character. You'll also, um, if you were to Google Ophelia, find a bunch of songs. Some of them are just named Ophelia. I think there's a band called Ophelia. So she's super popular because you can see so many people identify with this girl who's got this messed up family, right? This awkward dad, where's mom? And, and then you're drowning with the boyfriend thing, right? Just there's so many people who can identify with the drowning. Um, Natalie Merchant, oh, it's not up there, wrote a couple of songs that are just so powerful. Um, I think it's, if you were to Google or just go to iTunes and just do Ophelia, you'll get so many. Come on, please work. Pop up there. This first one is six minutes. Is it coming? It's not coming. Dear Jesus, please let us watch the video. There we go. Thanks, Jesus. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I love it. Sometimes we just got to ask. All right. So here we go. Um, these are meant to give you. I, so I said your final exam is to do a creative project. Extend your learning. She was affected by Ophelia. So another, uh, well, for this video, she titles it, I think, To Be Ophelia. And it's like, can you see what I see? Like, has anybody really seen the play from her eyes? What makes this dramatic is, uh, for me, is that you get to watch her go from act one. This cute high school girl who's excited in life and in love with Hamlet and wants to be queen, right? To this and just just watch the songs are about Ophelia so you can listen to the lyrics as well yeah so it's remember we're, we're looking at 16 years ago I know 
Four. Yeah. 
Thanks for a safe classroom. <laughs> Teaching too well. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I know I don't have to apologize. It's just helping me recompose. Whew. Keep going. <laughs> How do we keep going? Uh, well, that inspired another video. I'm not going to show that one. Um, that one's actually, I can't make it through. <laughs> I couldn't make it through that last one. Because students acted out. My own students. <laughs> and I remember watching it with them sitting in the room. And I was like, Right? There's too many. Um, I want you to see this. Uh, Brother Partain did a follow-up, and he was able to do it with uh, so many more of the videos, and he used more of the technology coming out of Hockett World. So we got some different songs, a different take, um, but you'll see it sliced together. Um, profoundly it's it's this one has a different feel which I appreciate this one feels more like I'm, I'm getting punched like I'm just getting hit right it's it's painful I'll probably be crying at the end so you're welcome to join me oh gosh um, I'm not gonna show it on here I have unfortunately I uh, have connections with the creator of this one um, he got an A plus by the way <laughs> as did the other student but you guys catch this 95,000 views 
that's pretty sweet, <laughs> right? Uh, for his high school project. So feel, feel free to go watch it. Um, by the way, I'm recording today. I'll be, thanks for your grace, everybody on the podcast <laughs> with me crying. <laughs> but you can go to Hamlet, The Life of Ophelia in four different film versions by Max Partain if you wanted to watch it. You get to listen to it. We're going to watch it in class. Here we go. Sister, as the winds give benefits and convoy is assistant, do not sleep. But let me hear from you. You doubt that. For Hamlet and the trifling of his favor, hold it a fashion and a toy in blood. Dear Ophelia, my necessaries are embarked. Farewell. For Hamlet and the trifling of his favor. Think it no more. Perhaps he loves you now. And now no soil nor quartal doth besmirch the virtue of his will, but you must fear. Hold it a fashion and a toy in blood, no more. Then if he says he loves you, it fits your wisdom so far to believe it. For he himself is subject to his birth. For he himself is subject to his birth. For he himself is subject to his birth. <laughs> Best safety lies in fear. Best safety lies in fear. Youth to itself rebels. Though none else near. I shall the effect of this good lesson keep as watchman to my heart. Farewell, Ophelia. And remember well what I have said to you. And remember well what I have said to you. Remember well what I have said to you. Is in my memory locked. Is in my memory locked. <sighs> and you yourself shall keep the key of it. And you yourself shall keep the key of it. What is Ophelia he has said to you? What is Ophelia he has said to you? What is it, Ophelia, he has said to you? So please you something touching the Lord Hamlet. So please you something touching the Lord Hamlet. Touching the Lord Hamlet. Mary, well be thought. Mary, well be thought. Tis told me he hath very oft of late given private time to you. Tis told me he hath very oft of late given private time to you. Tis told me he hath very oft of late given private time to you. Give me up the truth. He hath, my lord, of late made many tenders of his affection. He hath, my lord, of late made many tenders of his affection to me. Affection? Ah. You believe his tenders, as you call them? You believe his tenders, as you call them? I do not know, my lord. I do not know, my lord, what I should think. You speak like a green girl, unsifted in such perilous circumstances. Help yourself more, dearly. He hath importuned me with love in honorable fashion. My fashion, you may call it. Go to, go to. And hath given countenance to his speech, my lord, with almost all the holy vows of heaven. I springes to catch woodcocks. I do know when the blood burns, how prodigal the soul lends the tongue vows. These blazes, daughter, giving more light than heat, oh. extinct in oh. both evening hey. their promise, as it is omitting, oh. you must not take for fire. From this time, daughter, be somewhat scanter of your maiden presence. Set your entreatment at a higher rate than a command of barley. For Lord Hamlet believes so much in him that he is young, and with a larger tether may he walk than may be given. You, in few Ophelia, do not believe his vows, for they are brokers, not of the dye which their investments show, but mere implorators of unholy suits. 
breathing like sanctified and pious boards, the better to be guile. This is for all. I would not in plain terms from this time forth have you so slander any moment leisure as to give words or talk with the Lord Hamlet. Look to it. I charge you. Count always. Not in plain terms from this time forth have you so slander any moment leisure as to give words or talk with the Lord Hamlet. Look to it, I charge you. Come away. I shall obey, my lord. I shall obey, my lord. <laughs> I shall obey, my lord. My lord! Oh, well, Ophelia, what's the matter? Alas, my lord. My lord, I've been so affrighted. He comes before me. Mad for thy love. My lord, I do not know. But truly, I do fear it. His knees knocking each other, and with a look so piteous in purport. Go with me. I will go seek the king. This is the very ecstasy of life, whose violent property foretells itself. What, have you given him any hard words of me? No, my good lord! Denied his access to that hath made him mad. Ophelia, I have a daughter who, in her duty and obedience, Mark hath given me this. This in obedience hath my daughter shown me, and more above. But how hath she received his love? My young mistress, thus I did bespeak. Lord Hamlet is a prince out of thy star. This must not be. Then I precepts gave her that she should lock herself from his resort, admit no messengers, receive no tokens, which done she took the fruits of my advice, and he, repulsed, a short tale to make, fell into a sadness. I am ill at these numbers. I have not art to reckon my groans, but that I love thee best. Please. From Hamlet to her. I do wish that your good beauties be the happy cause of Hamlet's wildness. I do wish that your good beauties be the happy cause of Hamlet's wildness. I do wish that your good beauties be the happy cause of Hamlet's wildness. So shall I hope your virtues will bring him to his wonted way again. I'll loose my daughter to him. Be you and I behind an arras, then mark the encounter. How does your honor for this many a day? I humbly thank you. My lord, I have remembrances of yours that I have longed long to re-deliver. I have remembrances of yours. My lord, I have remembrances of yours. I have longed long to re-deliver. I pray you now receive them. I pray you now receive them. I pray you receive them. Not I. I never gave you aught. Receive them. No, not I. I never gave you aught. I never gave you aught. I never gave you aught. Are you honest? My lord? Are you honest? I did love you once. Oh. I did love you once. Indeed, my lord, you made me believe so. Indeed, my lord. You made me believe but so. But you should not have. 
You're not to believe me, I loved you not. Mr. Mortisi. You should not have believed me, I loved you not. There, my lord. Get thee to a nunnery. Get thee to a nunnery. Go thy way to a nunnery. Hmm? Where's your father? At home, my lord.
nice job, bro. Oh no, it's putting the other one. Stop. <laughs> no more. There's not much to say. I, I, I've been teaching for almost 20 years. I always have a hard time wrapping up this class. I think what we want to do is our inclination is for me to take 10 minutes and make it all better, right? And then you can go on your way and we're okay. But is that is that the play? Is that what we do? We just make it all better and go on to Act 5? And part of my job is to give you guys Shakespeare. Feels a little different than Twelfth Night, doesn't it? Although, some strange connections too with Malvolio, locked up in a prison. But I think our response right now is an appropriate response. Does anybody have something to say or a question or a comment? It's a hard double bind, right? Because we're like, oh, they've got a bunch of friends. Yeah. And maybe they don't. Yeah. Or what? One of the hardest things for me is I see you guys here, but I don't know what you're going home <laughs> to. Right? And a lot of us are going home to some amazing families. Some wonderful, solid, strong, amazing families. Some of us aren't, right? And hopefully we've created a safe place in this classroom for us to feel loved and accepted. But yeah, we often don't know what's going on with people sitting right next to us in math class, right? I had a a student who we found out his mom was beating him before he went to school, physically punching him before he would come to school. That's why he was late. 
detentions didn't really help with that situation, you know? That's a weed academy, right? Like, and we found, we, we figured it out, we got him help, got him in a different house. Things are working out, but that was like senior year of weed academy. I think it would be unfortunate for us to leave with shame and guilt because I don't know if that would be really productive. There could be a sense of, I feel I'm guilty as charged. Is that, is that fair enough? Like that would be, you know what? I gotta get off my butt and start doing stuff. And then if you do get off your butt and start doing stuff, that could be an appropriate sense of, okay, responsibility. But if we leave with shame and guilt or fear, that won't really be productive, will it? And, and the hope that I find at the end of a day like this is when I, when I, when I look at like the character of Christ, who would flock to him? Especially the women, right? There were a bunch of guys who were literally like men, grown men, with real rocks in their hands, and they were going to throw rocks on a woman who was caught in the act, so she's probably half naked, or all naked. They dragged her in the dirt, they're going to throw rocks on her. And what does Jesus do? I always ha I picture him taking off his robe and covering her, calling her daughter, and protecting her. Like, like, or the woman who's washing his feet with her tears and her hair. That's an Ophelia, right? Who, who was saved out of that. No wonder she's grateful. No wonder we still talk about her 2,000 years later. Or Mary Magdalene, who I, well, I forget the number of demons that were kicked out of her, who's one of, who gets the first hug from Jesus, from the risen Savior. Because she's there, she's so impacted. We have hope. We really do. Hope's available. I think of Jesus, and he showed such compassion to these people who were lost and broke. He says, without a shepherd, right? Brutalized. And interestingly, most of them brutalized by the religion, by the religious authorities. The Pharisees and the Sadducees. They're the, the, the pastors. <laughs> the pastors are the ones who are going to throw rocks on the girls. Jesus has to save them from their own religious leaders, right? From the abuse. And so we can do that. We can. We can protect. We can call out identity. We can wash shame off of people. We can do a lunch. It won't work if it's fake. Ophelia will see right through that. But we can be authentic. And, and I, I, I guess I would leave you with this. <clears throat> it's so overwhelming. There's lots of drowning people. You might be one who's drowning. Reach out, right? Be sure to reach out. There are people who would love to help. And there's help available. There's people who would love to pray. And there's the Spirit is available, willing, to set captives free, right? Prisoners. But Heidi Baker is a world-renowned woman who 
uh, has built thousands of churches and she's helped thousands and thousands and thousands of the poor and she's being called the new Mother Teresa but I think about Mother Teresa and Heidi Baker and Heidi Baker says just stop for the one right in front of you can you stop for one one like we do that stop for one love them okay <laughs> right the reason why that works globally is if everybody stopped for the one Larry see what's going on and then they stop for the one huh? it works what were you gonna say Rose um, isn't that basically what we Why was he doing that? Why was he pretending to be crazy? Because he chose to pursue what? Revenge. revenge. So he chose revenge over his girlfriend. So I'm mad too, <laughs> right? Like, right? So he did. Look at the consequences. Revenge doesn't work. This isn't even collateral damage. This is just direct damage from a, someone choosing revenge. Yeah, thought. Same thing goes for like Leia. His sister comes back. He's no. insane, and he like she leaves, and he just discusses the plan. What's he doing? And, and and biblically, biblically speaking, if you want to go there, you don't have to. But the older brother is supposed to be responsible for the younger kids. Oh, what? What is he doing? All right. Oh. Go in peace. Haley Evans, please go to student Thanks for making today a powerful day and for making it a safe classroom. <laughs> I lost it there. Hey, you're welcome. I appreciate getting thanks for that class. It's like, you're welcome. <laughs> thanks for sharing at the end. Yeah, that's incredible. In hope that sends a shining ray far down the future's broadening way. What? only thou Oh, yeah. I was. What did you think? I was thinking I might. Yeah. 
Tomorrow's gonna be a big story day. We'll catch it. We'll catch it. I'll get it to you. It's the pirate story day. Hey, you're welcome. Bless you guys. I'm gonna be with the one street pirate. Partay. Hey. The legacy. That's right. It's so good. The way it just built. It's like this thing is just explodes at the end. Woo! All right. I've never seen it before. Oh, you never to, seen it? No, I wanted to wait. What do you think? Yeah, I'm glad I waited. Oh, I'm glad you waited to see it in the context of the <laughs> yeah, class. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's just so powerful. Hey, when we when he came in on the day of the final and played that, we're all just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I see him just like, like being so happy to show. It was awesome. It was and it was it was so timely and it just it was this crazy crescendo at the end of the year. Yeah.